In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Christ is in our midst. He was, and is, and ever shall be. This morning, I want to talk a little bit about some good Orthodox Christian anthropology. And the question is, with anthropology, what is the Orthodox Christian definition of being a truly authentic, wholly alive human being? We know what it means to be a human being. A human being is a body. Most people can answer that. A human being is a soul. Many people can answer that. But what makes a a truly a human being in the Orthodox Christian understanding is to be a body with a soul, and that soul is filled with the Holy Spirit or divine grace. So we could say that a body without a soul is dead, and we could say a soul without the human, without the Holy Spirit is dead. So you can have a body and a soul and be biologically alive, but if you don't have the, the Holy Spirit in you, then you could also be biologically alive and spiritually dead. Now here is the orthodox understanding. The natural state of a human being is to have a body and a soul, and in that soul to have the Holy Spirit. That is the natural way. The unnatural way that came about by the sin of Adam and disobedience is to have this body and to have this soul, but then to not have the Holy Spirit inside your soul, this divine grace, and to not be concerned about that. That is weird. Normal is to have a body and the soul and the Holy Spirit. That is what is necessary to become a holy, authentically alive human being. Now, let's be clear about this. Grace is part of our nature. Divine grace is part of our nature. Being filled with the Holy Spirit is part of our human, is part of our human nature. God wants us to be filled with divine grace. And because of the sin of Adam, we have lost something. We have, we have lived in this world where we live in, in, a, in the consequences of sin and we try and live without, without this divine grace and a lot of people are spiritually dying and we need to be made alive again. Now here's a, another point of the Orthodox Christianity that is different than, than uh, at least Protestant Christianity. Again, this grace is part of our nature It is not foreign to us. It was in us to begin with, and then it left because of sin. And then this is it. God made us so that grace never fully leaves us. We always have a remnant of this divine grace. We always have this remnant of the Holy Spirit within us. There's a teaching within Calvinism that the human being is completely, oh, now, now the word is leaving, leaving me. Please, someone help me. The word that we are totally depraved. The Orthodox Church doesn't teach that, and it has never taught that. We always have this remnant of grace within us. Why? Because God is good, and God is merciful. God made us good. We were made in God's image and likeness. And though this image that we have of God within us is darkened, it's always there. 
This is something very important to know about the human being. Now we go to this morning's epistle. And St. Paul is talking essentially about what God's ministry is, what God's work is on earth. The Father's will is Jesus' mission and the Holy Spirit's ministry to make us rich in grace, to put that grace that was, is lacking in us from the, as, the, as the consequences of sin and to put it back into us. And not just to put it back into us, but as St. Paul says here, God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And then he says, not only that, he wants to raise us up with him and make us sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ. This is another thing about human Orthodox Christian and Orthodox Christian anthropology. God made us with the intention, and he still has the intention, to have us sit with him in the kingdom of heaven. God wants us all to live with grace and to not perish. We know what it says in John 3.16. God sent his only begotten son so that those who believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Again, God made us to sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ. Now we have this gospel, and we have this rich ruler who comes to Jesus, and, he, and the rich ruler says to Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And then Jesus says, what does the law say? And he says, uh, what do you, and, the, and the ruler says, uh, do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and he probably could have named many, many more. So this man is understanding his faith as following the rules. If he, if he makes his body follow the rules, and he follows A, B, C, D, then he will win the prize of being in the heavenly kingdom. And this is his understanding, and this was the understanding of, of the Jews. Now Jesus says something. He says, you have said all these things, all, all these things this man says, I have observed from my youth. And Jesus heard it and said, one thing you still lack. Now, what do you think that thing that Jesus is saying this man lacks? We just talked about it. You're lacking that. You have the body, you have the soul, but your soul is lacking that something, that divine grace, that thing that really makes you human and really makes you sit with, the, with God in the heavenly kingdom. So this is why Jesus says, one thing you lack, sell all that you have and distribute it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. And then it says that the man here, what did happen to him? He became very sad because he was very rich in tactile things. So this man was rich in body, he had a healthy life, he had a soul, but he was empty, even though he tried to fill his life with all these tactile riches and jewels, or whatever it is he had in his, in his bag as he's traveling around. So our priorities have a real effect on our lives, right? This man's priority was being rich and being in the kingdom of heaven. And his love of money became an obstacle in his life to his soul to receive the divine grace. Godless principles and bad priorities make us anemic. They make us lacking. 
good principles, living in Christ, open our hearts and open our soul and open our whole body to the healthy, life-giving divine grace. And we have within us healthy spiritual lifeblood in our spiritual veins. So Jesus showed this man great mercy by teaching him this. And he showed his real intent is to save every mankind and to restore us all to what we should be. This man was closed off to the kingdom of heaven, this rich man. But through grace and also through our efforts, we can open our hearts to receive and be in a posture to receive this divine.